Warning. Beards, Brews, and Vinyl Reviews contains adult content and language. Welcome to another episode of Beards, Brews, and Vinyl Reviews. I'm Brandon. And I'm Travis. And this week we are bringing you a fucking cult classic from 1988 called Anthrax, State of Euphoria. I'm excited. Oh, this album. I tell you, I, I love the fuck out of this. But, you know. I still feel like a 13-year-old kid skating with this t-shirt, sleeves cut off. That's what I told my wife, your sister, today. Mm-hmm. Um, I said when I well, yesterday when I listened to it, I said this takes me back to when I was twelve years old. Yeah, so I, good. I said it's awesome. Oh God, there's so much to get into on this one. I gotta say, I feel like this is gonna be like the Thin Lizzy episode when it's just a love fest. <laughs> yeah, but it's only fitting I because I do know Scott Ian loves thin lizzie and uh, i mean who does it that's true and you and i were just listening to their cover of jailbreak which is fucking fantastic and i can't believe you never heard that i had no oh my god Uh, that's a whole nother album in itself that is but everybody should go listen to that cover because it's it's pretty awesome oh yeah anthrax i love them scott charlie everybody reach out to us yeah get danny spitz back in the oh my god i love dan We'll get into that in a little bit, folks. But before we get into anything, I just want to take a minute to thank everyone on the Facebook pages, um, you know, everyone out listening to our show. You know, we are super stoked. It's getting out to you guys finally. I mean, to me, it's awesome. You know, thanks everybody. Thanks to that one dude in Puerto Rico that's listening to us. Dude, I got (laughs) to give a big up to Puerto Rico. And I got to give a big up to Oregon because I do not yep. know anybody in Oregon, but obviously we are rock stars in Oregon. So, hey, do your part, folks. <laughs> if you want to get a shout out from this show, get the word out because guess what? We like analytics yep. and we do look at them. So, yeah, thanks, hey, everybody. But I will say yep. I'm, I'm highly disappointed in Marshall. I'm still waiting on the mini fridge. I know the mini fridge, Marshall. What is up, dude? We spend money through you for guitar stuff. So I guess this week, because Marshall's kind of letting us down here, folks. Uh, you want to go into the big? Uh, that's the Ozark Trail. <laughs> yeah, uh, cooler. Yeah, check it out. Yeah, hey, I'll throw props to Ozark Trail because at least we got that in the studio. I mean, good Lord, Marshall, you made a gazillion mini fridges. Oh, my God, what do we got this week? Honestly, I was hoping that we could have pulled out some war dance out of the I know. cooler. I couldn't find it, though. Yeah, North Carolina, your beer and liquor laws suck ass. I mean, I am on the record saying that. Yeah, it's hard to get stuff here. But um, I know we're in the Bible Belt, but still. I know. But hey, Charlie, I know you're the uh, archivist for Anthrax. If if you could get our hands on some of that war dance, I would love to try it. But this week we have some Robinson's Trooper Premium British Beer. 
What, I mean, what band? I, I don't know. What band is it? Iron Maiden? No shit. It's awesome. Yeah. The, the can itself. Ooh, it's charged with flavor. This is this is probably some high dollar shit. This is one of those things. This might taste horrible, but it's but, gonna feel like it tastes better because the can's fucking awesome. I'm, I'm I'm just telling you right now, just by the aesthetics of yeah. the can, this motherfucker's got a five before I even crack it open. Yeah, I mean it's this is one of those ones where you keep the can and set it up on the shelf, right? Yeah, like, even if it tastes like dog shit, yeah. but hey, guess what? You know what time it is. I do. Let's get into it. All right. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. That's not bad. Mm. It almost tastes like a brown ale. Yeah, I mean... Try at, it again. At first it... Take another drink. <laughs> Does that cleanse the palate? Yeah. <laughs> like the waters of Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> <laughs> hey... Nothing's better than the waters of Lake Minnetonka. Uh, I like it. I like it. I think it's like a. I think it's a brown ale. It's hard to tell exactly what it's supposed to be. Yeah, because we are drinking it out of the cans, folks. It's low alcohol. It's four point seven. So it's like a amber lager, or brown ale, something like that. I, I tell you what, the initial hit that I get from it, mm-hmm. I love it. But there's that something right at the back end of it that's weird to me. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not hateful. I mean, honestly, Yingling Pilsner, uh, let's see, Bush Ice, Natty Ice. Um, nah, I'll take this over those. Yeah. But it does. It's got a weird note at the at finish. I, I, I really don't know what it is. It is. I feel like, you know, I'm uh, only three drinks in, but it gets uh, tastier, a little smoother. Uh, yeah. With it, each drink. It, it could be the fact, too, that we've been drinking some high. Quality uh, Bloody Marys already. We yes, it's winter time down here. Yeah, in the Carolinas. Um, I mean, we got to do some Bloody Marys yeah. with shrimp on the side today. They're very fancy. Those were like I don't know. Those probably would have been fifteen twenty dollar Bloody Marys, but hey, they were tasty. I liked them. Um, plus, we've already dipped into our everyday drinkers, and then we're cracking this. I mean, is it really is so not far. hateful? I mean. No, yeah. I like it. I've had, I think they used to have a different Iron Maiden beer. I had one in a bottle and it tasted different than this. I think they make like three or four different um, kinds, I think. But, you know, if we ever did fucking research on this show. Yeah. You think Eddie brews the beer himself? It's just him of the Dude, giant vat? I tell you what, this is what I would like to think. If Eddie, Vic Rattlehead, <laughs> and the Knot Man all yeah. got together and was brewing beer, yeah, you know, who knows? That'd be a good time. But hey, you know, we're doing anthrax today, so we got to get off the Iron Maiden. Right. Hey, if we get enough hits on the Facebook page or if y'all send us emails, you know, whatnot, maybe we can get into some Iron Maiden. Oh, yeah. Hint, hint, listeners, hint, hint. For sure. If you want to hear it from this show, you got to give us feedback. Yeah, if there's a beer you want us to review or a record, and honestly. Hit us up. The beer thing is, oh, man, it is hard to get some shrimp. Yeah, I mean, it's here. it's regional, so it's hit or miss. So if you have a certain beer, we might not be able to get it. But but if you want to send it to the show, hey, we don't turn down UPS. That's right. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. All right, let's let's. I think that's enough on the. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, take another drink. It's pretty good. I'm gonna give it another sip here, and then we'll we'll wrap up the beer. You know, I'm gonna totally listen to Iron Maiden later. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. 
Yeah. The more you drink that 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 end note goes away, the more sips you take of it. Um honestly, dude, I'm gonna give the just the look of the can, that's a five. Oh, for sure. And honestly I'm gonna give the beer a four. I'm I'm giving it a four too. Um I mean it's not something I don't think I would want to drink every fucking day. No, but it's actually a pretty good cold weather beer, right? Yeah, it's kind of like and that's that what nutty, I was, yeah. I, I was going to say, you know, yeah. you know, it's kind of cool down here now, and um, yeah, yeah it, it. I mean, I, I like think it. it's pretty solid. It's it's way better than some of the shit you've brought. <laughs> hey, I th- I think he's feeling guilty, folks, <laughs> and he finally redeemed himself. No, I like it. So make sure one. you run out and get you some Robinson's Premium British Beer Trooper, That's which is stuff. charged with flavor. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. Hey, I love Maiden, too. Yeah. All right. But you know what I like even more? I, lo- I love some Anthrax State of Euphoria. Oh, man. It's so good. You want to get started with the album cover and artwork? Dude, go ahead. Kick it off with the album cover. That's a five. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> it's an easy five. <laughs> um, I yeah, love this album. Um uh, honestly, yeah. So the you it's know, a five. <laughs> the front cover is fucking fantastic. Like, so this was the first Anthrax album I ever owned. Right, I had it on cassette, and that's what I'm going to get into too. This this album was my introduction to Anthrax. Yeah. Even though they only had uh, like I think two singles off of this that were actually on MTV. Yep. But. You know, when I first ever heard Antisocial, I was like, man, who are these guys? So I ran out and got the cassette. Yeah, same. On uh, Headbangers Ball, I remember seeing it. I was like, I need to get that. Actually, I believe I seen uh, Antisocial. I don't even think it was on Headbangers Ball. No, it was in regular rotation I think it was on regular, Mm -hmm. yeah. And so I got the cassette, which the cassette was cool because it had the little hologram uh, sticker with it. And... uh, um, this is the first time I ever heard it on vinyl for doing this uh, for the show. And oh my God, we'll get yeah, into that. We'll get into that. But the cover is, is you know, obviously fucking fantastic. And then the the rear cover is um, the artworks by Mort Drucker, who did Mad Magazine artwork for like ever. And you know? I tell you what, I always loved the cartoon Not Man yeah. with the cartoon band. It's so good. Um, that honestly, that rear cover, that just shows you the the humor of the guys that are in anthrax yeah know, i mean they were always or, big comic book fans and yeah, stuff at least you know? from this time because yeah i mean you know what scott he still had hair for christ's sakes mm-hmm. um they were to, to be fair so did we at that time well yeah we did too. <laughs> you know, hey ain't nothing wrong with hey bald's the new beautiful folks if, if you're not on board you better jump on the train but you know i remember you know because like you know, he was still like skateboarding yep. and screwing around. And honestly, for me, this is my favorite era of Anthrax. This is my favorite lineup of Anthrax. It is. This is for me, um, like the golden era of Anthrax. I think because you know, after this, just like me, you went out and bought a bunch of other Anthrax. Oh records, yeah, right? I backtracked. But definitely. for me, Among the Living, Steady Euphoria, Persistence of Time, like those three records, it's like the golden age of Anthrax. Yeah, but I will say. Um, the more, like, because I knew the show was coming up, and, yeah. you know, I just kind of been going through my archives that's on, hey, how you doing over there, buddy, Mr. Smoking Computer? But I've been going back through the archives, um, especially when I've been editing uh, shows down and getting them ready for production, yeah. which I hope all of you out there are listening to and telling your <laughs> friends about, because we love it. We yeah. love it. We love bringing it to you. But, I mean, you got the Joey Belladonna, 
You got Dan Spitz. You got Scott Ian. I mean, Frankie Bello and Charlie Benante. Yeah. Th- to me, this is the Anthrax lineup. That's and great. I know we're going to get hate mail because I know there's the John Bush era that, you know, but I'm sorry, man. Joey is fucking Anthrax. He is. And to be fair, some of the John Bush stuff is cool. Right? It is. But it, it is not as good as Joey's Anthrax stuff. But I'm going to say, too, it took me a long time to get over when Joey left. Yeah. And get into any of the John Bush stuff. But I will say, you know, what I was getting to is going back through and listening to some of the other stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Armed and Dangerous is really not a bad album. No, it's it's pretty good. Um, For the thrash era. Yeah. Uh, of you know, Fistful yeah. of Metal. Like, they're, they're, those are good records. Yeah. But then you get to this era. You know, you get to Among the Living. Yeah. You get to State of Euphoria and Persistence of Time. And it's just like a step up. And I, I mean, I'm just gonna throw it out there because I, I understand all the guys in the band hated this album. I mean, they talked about it on that metal show. I'm, I'm sure you've seen the episode. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's like, guys, what are you thinking? I understand you think it was rushed, but I always thought it was fucking brilliant. I, I mean, I, I still love it. I, oh, it's so good. All right. So, anyways, we're. Got wrapped up in that. Let's go with the strong tracks rating. You oh, go first on this oh, one. Well, I did give it a five on the album cover, just in case you didn't hear me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I do want to add something to this yeah. because this is the uh, this is the 2010 Back on Black 180 gram yellow vinyl. Yep. Um, I don't know if the original was set up this way, but I do love how they did the labels. On the vinyl. Yeah, it's cool. Because it was like side A was the spiral with the faces, and then side B was the the back cover art of the album with the Not Man, the cartoons. Yep. And they had the track listings on it. I, I, I think it was great. And, I mean, the translucent yellow vinyl is fucking badass. Yeah, it looks great with this. I mean, honestly, if they would have did it in, like, the banana yellow, like the cover, yeah. it would have looked cool, too. And that's, you know, that's what I expected, right? And that's what I expected when I yeah. pulled it out, because this is your copy. Yeah. I do not own this one, but I think I'm going to get the 30th anniversary version. So that's the one with the the red and the yellow? Yeah, yeah, with the red and yellow. And then, you know, maybe for a future show, we'll compare the two. I mean, yeah. it's all up to what the fans want. Um, But yeah, I mean, I gave it a five. Yeah. So you want to get on to the strong tracks? Yeah. Okay, I gave them a four. I did too. I mean, I wanted to give it a five. So did I. But we got to toss something. I know. And oh my God it's it's tough but i gave i gave it a four for the strong tracks it's you can put the whole record on even the the track that you're going to avoid is still pretty good right but i don't know i got the feeling we're going to differ on this for different reasons this this was hard for me this is a weird record because i don't think it's a full five but i also don't think that there's really a horrible track on this record no but i i want to get into that when we get into that all right but uh yeah i mean I mean, I'm, I'll just throw some strong tracks out there. Yeah. Like, finally, Make Me Laugh, Antisocial, Be All, End All. I think Be All, End great. All is a great album opener, right? Like, Hold on. <laughs> turn it turn it back a little bit, buddy. Turn it back. It Don't is. give them the whole show in the first five minutes. It, Jesus Christ. One. I like this record. But I, I, I will say this, though. Antisocial is yet another fine cover by Anthrax, which was originally done by a French band called Trust. But I'm just going to say, 
Anthrax's French version blows trust French version out the window. If you've never heard it, folks, check it out. Yeah. I, I'm just going to say, who knew Joey Belladonna knew French? I mean, it's crazy. We, um, yeah, I mean, the whole record's fucking good, right? Like, it's just a fucking good record. So what is your favorite track? Well, I'm going to take another sip of this here, Trooper. So if you want to go first, go ahead. All right, so I went I went back and forth um, with the the album opener, "Be All End All," which I I think is great. But and I gave this a five out of five. I went with uh, "Antisocial." Oh, oh my God, we flip flop. <laughs> <laughs> we did seriously. "Antisocial" to me that you know because that was like the first one you seen on MTV. Yeah. That was the song I fell in love with, and yeah. I I really love that open ringing chord, you know, at the in the beginning when they start it. Yeah. But then just going back and like I listened to it on vinyl yesterday, and I was like, God damn, be all end all is so fucking strong. Yeah, it's great. And I mean, both of those songs made it into their future concert, yeah. you know, tracks. But I mean, I thought I was. I mean, I was torn, be, you know, but I gave Antisocial my top nod because that was one of my favorites. But, man, Be All End All is just a solid fucking song. It is. It's great. Um, I mean, I mean I, yeah, maybe it is because Antisocial was the first song I saw by them, you know. On, on and MTV. I'm not going to knock you for that because that's which way I was leaning. Yeah. And I, But, I mean, like, this is my thing about Be All End All, especially on vinyl. I mean, if you've not ever heard this on vinyl, you're doing yourself a big disjustice. You need to go get a copy. I don't give a shit if it's original, if it's a repress, if it's a 30th. Get something on vinyl because it wakes this album up even more. It does with that quiet intro and then boom. Oh, my God. And that's what I always loved about it. It's got that little cello-y intro. And then, I mean, another thing that jumps out about this song, uh, Be All End All, is the symbols, man, yeah. and like it, it it's kind of it does. I'm not to bring it back up, mm-hmm. which was a great show, by the way. If mm-hmm. you missed it, go back and check it out in our archives. But it it brings you back to that sin. Oh, God damn, the beer and shit's getting to me. <laughs> the troopers got to yeah, you. the trooper, but it goes back into that thin Lizzy sound yeah. with the drums. I mean, the symbols like are jumping out of you. Like on this album. Every time he hits that like splash symbol, you hear it. Well, when we get to production overall sound, we'll dig into it. But I'd, uh, until then, I, I do think the drums are the best sounding part of this record. Oh yeah, you know? by far. Yeah. And 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 I'm just gonna throw it out there: the the bottom end on this was surprising too. Yeah. I mean, I thought honestly, being that it was going to be on vinyl, that it would lose some of that. But I was I was real surprised on it. No, it, it sounds great. So. Um, What's your track to avoid? It's Ooh. a tough one. Well, did I tell you my favorite track was a five, by the <laughs> way? Oh, but I really was. I was torn on that one. Um, well, something else I got about uh, Be All End All. Yeah. Um, I You know I love the roller coaster songs. Yep. And uh, it starts slow with the cello. It hits its pace. And then it slows up again. And yep. then bam. It's just thrash metal guitar lead by Danny Spitz 
Hopefully he did it on the Ninja Turtle guitar before it got burned up in the van I know. when they lost like was, all of their equipment. I was just watching some other stuff on YouTube last night, and then I forgot that he had the the Ninja Turtle guitar. Like, but love the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Well, well, I'll get into it in a little later. Remind me about the Ninja Turtle later. All right. Okay. So you want to move on to favorite tracks? Um. No, we're on track to avoid, right? No, we haven't done our favorite tracks yet, did we? We just did, uh, I thought you picked Be All End All. I picked oh Antisocial. Jesus, folks, you might want to run out and get some <laughs> of this trooper. Either that or it's the Bloody Marys. <laughs> I don't know. We, uh, we've been having one. a hell of a time today. Well, we can go to Attract and Avoid shit. I don't give a shit. All right, I'll give you a break here. I'll start first. Um, yeah, I'm going to take some more of this trooper shit. This shit will make you black out stupid. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like all the songs on this record so this is one of those records where my track to avoid is still a good song but i need to pick one and i think it's the same one i did but go ahead i gave it a three out of five and it was the other single who cares wins oh no we varied a little bit wow this is what i picked i i went with 13 oh really just because it's like 49 seconds of instrumental which is great by the way because when i played it yesterday and like when the glass is breaking. Yeah. I, I do love how they did on this album. It's got a lot of left, right pan in the speakers. Yeah. Well, Brennan, you certainly have had a lot of jobs. I'm a bit of a spark plug and a human resources lady. Oh, oh you I know, think... it, it's actually, it's Pam. I'm sorry. Well, Pan. No, my name is Pam. Are you saying Pan or Pam? I'm saying Pam. Yeah, I'm sorry. Who is this gentleman sitting behind you? Hello, Ms. Lady. I'm Dale. I'm Brennan's stepbrother, and I think I might be able to help with the Pan Pam dilemma. Yeah, that'd be great. Pam. 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 With an There's M. There's a D on the end. There's no D. It's Pam. It's like calm. Here, it's P. P A N M. M- yeah, yeah, yeah. Two M's. Two M's. M- that was it. No, there's just one M. I oh, okay, I think we've had enough. Shut, shut for one second. Shut, 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 I I just did not want to throw out any of the songs that actually had words because I love this fucking album. No, it's great. But, you know, I love uh, instrumental stuff. So. I do, too. But the only reason I threw that one away was because I think all the other songs are great on this album. Plus, it's so short. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I can, and I that, that. that's really why I threw it away because, yeah. I mean, you know, it's like. All the other songs are so great. I mean, everything on this album is great. It is. Do you think um, the next uh, segment, Deep Cuts, do you think that was the toughest one for this record? <sighs> Deep Cuts? It, it it was a little rougher because... There's I, so many of them. I am such a fan of this album. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I think I did come up with some good ones. Um, So I gave it a four out of five. Like, like I said, the whole record's good, but this one... As always stood out to me, I love it, is Schism. Like, I love that song. Schism's great. Yeah. I mean, but see, that's to me why I think on this album, the track to avoid was kind of easy for me because even though it is a great instrumental that leads right into the next cut, yeah, it's just like, 
I don't want to throw away any of the songs because I really do not hate anything on this album. No, I mean, that makes sense. It almost feels like an intro to the next song, right? Like, yeah. And, but I, I mean, I gave my deep cuts rating a four. Yeah. And I, I, I chose, I mean, now it's dark's great. It is. Misery loves company. I mean, did you know that was they wrote that about the Stephen King book? I did not know it until yeah. we were doing this show. It's and pretty then cool. Out of Sight, Out of Mind is great. Yeah, that that is a really good song. That that's one of my favorites on the record. Um, I mean, honestly, even um, Make Me Laugh is fucking awesome on this. And you, you got to understand something about the whole thrash era in this time frame and what eighty eight. Mm-hmm. 87, 88, 89 in like thrash metal. Everybody was dogging on Jim and Tammy Faye Baker, you know, because yeah. the whole televangelism thing went out and, you, you know, make me laugh. That's what that song's about. Yeah, that's pretty funny. I mean, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Because what? Suicidal had send me your money. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, they did. And, it, um, God, Death had that one album where the cover, what was it? You know, there, there were, more death metal, but they definitely had a foot in thrash. The cover is a preacher ripping money out of somebody's pocket who's in a wheelchair. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like there was I mean, a lot of that. So it was a lot of mockery going on with the, the thrash bands, you know, against that, which honestly, looking back, I'd say the thrash bands won. I mean, yeah. you know, come on, man. You know, like, honestly, Suicidal, Send Me Your Money. That's like one of the greatest fucking tunes ever. Yeah, that's a good time. Hopefully one of these days we'll get into a little suicidal. We should. Hey, but that's up to you fans out there. You know, you guys got to give us the feedback on the old Facebook page. Hit us up at Beards Brews Vinyl Reviews at Yahoo.com. Or, you know, I mean, you can, you can find us. We we are worldwide hustlers. We got one fan in Puerto Rico. <laughs> we, we got fans in Oregon. I mean... You know, we're getting worldwide hustler status. Ballers. But guess what? I still drive a Ford Focus. <laughs> what are you driving? A Honda Fit. Okay. So, you know, we're not getting rich off of this, folks. But hey, Marshall, send us the fucking <laughs> mini fridge because we need something to keep our beverages nice and cool. And hey, we'll keep we'll keep throwing it out there for you. We will. Um, so all right, we talked about this a bit earlier. Let's get into the production overall sound. The production, I'm giving it a four. Um, you know, I thought it was great, and I thought it was open sounding. The drums sound awesome to me. Yeah, Joey's vocals are bright. Um, I mean, honestly, go buy it. If you do not own it, go buy it. It sounds great. I said it earlier. I think the drums sound fantastic on this record, right? Oh, yeah. I think everything sounds great. Strangely enough, the one, the only reason I gave it a four instead of a five, I actually think the guitars either needed more tracks or should be a little bit louder. You know and, what I mean? And, and honestly, I was, I'm glad you said that because, like, Danny Spitz, one of my favorite guitarists, um, especially through this time, um, I think when his leads kick in, the, if they would have pushed those up, to the front just a little bit yeah but you know that could have been why the band really never liked this album it could be it, it feels like they the, recorded this thing in like two months because yeah. they were getting ready to go out on tours with the uh, halloween uh i think they did it did they do tour with maiden i, th- I can't I, remember but this is when they started doing those big tours opening for for the bigger bands right yeah because this is 
um, I mean, Among the Living was like their breakthrough album, yeah. I think. But this one was like when everything was just falling into place. Yeah, they did. They did support Maiden. They did. That was the seventh, the seventh tour of a seventh tour or whatever. Oh, and then, for the seventh son of a seventh yeah, son. I love that record. Do you they, think they drank this beer on that tour? I, I don't know, but it might have gave them inspiration. So I guess the beer kind of does fit this album. Mm-hmm. And then... They opened up for Ozzy on the No Rest for Wicked tour, and they also opened up for Metallic on the Damage Justice tour. Oh, wow. Which, cool. you know. That'd be a fun one to see. And then, uh, let me see. They did the Headbangers Ball tour with Halloween and Exodus, which are two great yeah. thrash bands. I saw Exodus. Uh, um, they were really good live. And then they toured Europe with Suicidal, another great band, and King's Axe. That's a great band. Yeah, they are. I mean... <laughs> And M.O.D.? Really? M.O.D.? Oh, my God. This, I, I swear yeah. I'm 12 years old reading all this shit. <laughs> um, yeah, so we pretty much agree on the, the productions. It's a four out of five. But don't you think it sounds like they could have done a few more guitar tracks to thicken them up and then... Boost? I think they could have, but honestly, for what it is, how fast they did it, and everything else... I mean, I, I, I have always loved this album. Yeah, I do too. I'm just, and it and it, does, it sounds great, but that's the one thing. If you have to pick something, but that's, that's the one thing. I will throw it out there. At least this album has bass. And Justice for True. All, Metallica, uh, hello. You should have took notes from Anthrax because you could hear Frankie on this. And I always did love Frank's bass. Like, oh my God. You know, he's got Frank, a great bass Frankie tone. Frankie is awesome. I mean, yeah. these guys here... The and I I understand out of the big four what they go Slayer Metallica, uh, Megadeth. Megadeth and then Anthrax. Honestly, out of those four bands, this is the band that I could see not being fucking douchebags. These guys, I I I swear these guys would probably go play a fucking bar for free. I, yeah, I feel like they would be the coolest band out of those four, oh, yeah, right? Like definitely Megadeth. Probably like Dave Ellison's really fucking fun. Yeah, he's pretty chill yeah. out of the band, and I da- think they use him more of a mouthpiece for the band. Yeah, uh, Mustaine's known to be kind of a dick, right? Like I love his a lot of his music, especially his early yeah. stuff, but he's known not to be the coolest guy. Like yeah, that's not. But I think that's more probably him, kind of being a recluse. You know what I mean? Right. Um, uh, the Slayer guys. Um, It'd be fun to hang out with them. Like, there's quite a history there. Yeah, you know? there's a history there, but I just think they just always took the attitude that they just didn't give a fuck. Yeah, they did. It. Plus, fun fact: you mis- mentioned Exodus when Jeff uh, Hanneman died. Gary Holt from Exodus is the and filled I, in. I will. I will say this about Exodus, folks: if you have never heard their cover version of the ACDC classic "Overdose," go check it out. It is badass banging. Yeah, it's good. Also, for just a good old thrash record, go listen to Bonded by Blood, like from Exodus. It's a good one. Um, which one? I'm I'm trying to think of the one that I really liked. Um, ah, fuck it. The Troopers getting to me. I I can't yeah. even remember right now. All right, so then let's go to uh, overall. Oh, list. fabulous disaster. Oh yeah, yeah, that was the that was the one with overdose on it. By the way. And um, no, I did not look at my notes. I pulled that out of my supercomputer in my brain. Well, that's questionable. You're holding your notes in your hand, so. <laughs> no, here, we'll you want to look? There, there, there's no Exodus on here. 
I don't have my glasses on. I couldn't, oh, <laughs> even if I wanted he's to read it. throwing me under the bus, folks. But, man, I'll tell you what, the more you get into this trooper, it's really not bad. No, no. It makes for, for a good Sunday afternoon. Um, overall listening experience, I, I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say we both gave it a five. Like, it's just a fun record to listen to. Man, he must have seen my notes without his glasses on, folks, because I did give it a five. Um, it's It's just fun. Like, it's... I don't know any other way to describe it, right? It's fun to listen to. I mean, this is just what I put about it. I mean, this album was my introduction to Anthrax, and then I backtracked to I'm the Man single, and then Among the Living, and then it was like, God, they need to release something else, and then Persistence of Time came out. Yep. Fucking awesome. Yep. Um, You know, so I've always loved this album, and I know the band hates it, but I love it. And I I did see a thing where uh, Charlie was putting together the stuff for the 30th anniversary of this album. Mm -hmm. And he even said it was one that he hated, but the more he listened to it while he was gathering up all the stuff for the 30th anniversary edition, he was starting to love it. it. It's funny. Like, it seems more often than not, when you hear bands talking about some of the stuff in their catalog, a lot of times an album that the band hates is a fan favorite. You know what I mean? I feel oh, like that happens a lot. Definitely. But I mean, when that time when they was on that metal show, they were bashing the fuck out of this album. And I was about to like break the fucking TV. <laughs> and I'm like, what are yeah. you guys fucking talking about? I mean, I've just always loved it. I have too. And honestly, I don't think there's nobody out there going to change my mind on that fact. Yeah. But if you want to, you know, hit us up on the Facebook page because I'll argue to the death on this one because yeah. I love it. It's a great one. So um, what year did you see him live? Oh, I seen him on the 2000. It was in 2006 when they were doing the reunion tour with Danny Spitz, which, hey, nothing against Jonathan. I mean, he's a great guitar player. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, if you listen to his band Shadows Fall, um, you, you get a lot of that anthrax kind of thrashy, you know, guitar leads stuff out of it. I get it. He's a perfect fit for him now. And he's probably a great guy. But to me, uh, Danny was the man. I mean, I, I get it. He kind of got burnt out. He yeah. went to Switzerland. He's making watches. He's a watchmaker, yeah, right? Yeah. He's like, you know, but I just always loved that era of anthrax for some reason. I do too. Like he had a, you know, he played, he played Jackson's, right? Like, yeah. That, that, yeah. Like V. Um, I always thought he had a really cool style. But when I seen him on the 06 reunion, he had a replica of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle uh, guitar. Awesome. Was badass. And that show was at the Newport in Columbus. And, um, honestly, if you, if you want to get a little taste of what they sounded like, um, check out the, uh, a live two mm-hmm. uh, CD that they put out in uh, 05. I mean, it don't have everything that they played at that show, but it'll give you a taste of what they did sound like live at that time. And I mean, it's to me, it the whole fucking night, I was just in awe because it was, it was great. It was like, it took you back to when you was 12, 13 years old. Yeah, I believe that. I mean, for us, you know, I'm sure there's some of you out there was a little older than us when this come out, which y'all were probably among the living fans. But I mean, this was our taste of getting into anthrax and 
I mean, as long as you're into the band, I don't see how you can knock any of it. It's great. I'm kind of embarrassed to say that I've never seen them. I feel like I, I don't know why that is. But I tell you what, if if there's a band, I, I honestly, what I wish they would do is put together something with all their cover songs. Because I, I say, and yeah, I've said fun. it before, but this is one of those bands that they'll take any cover song and do it. And they put their own spin on it. And it makes it sound like them, but it is fucking fabulous. It is. That cover of TNT, man. <laughs> Let's see. TNT, Jailbreak. Yeah. Uh, Anthem, we listened a little bit yeah, of that. From- that. The album Anthems is great by these guys. Um, I'm pretty sure Jonathan was playing guitar with them on that. But, I mean, if you even think back to I'm the Man... Yeah, you know when Danny was with them, they did Sabbath. Bloody Sabbath was That's great. So good. Um, I mean, that's one of my favorite Sabbath songs too. Like, yeah, that's pretty awesome. And, and that's the thing that just tells you, like, about Scott. He is just a big music lover. Yeah. And um, and I'll, have you heard? You know, he's played on on the newest uh, Mr. Bungle record that just came out. You know, mm, Mike Patton's other band. Dave Lombardo from Slayers playing drums. No, I've like, heard of Mr. Bungle, but I did not know Scott joined him. Yeah. I'll have to definitely check that out. Yeah, it's cool. Um, but um, let me, I'm going back through my notes because I did have a hint of some kiss in this album. But why the fuck can I not find it? Must be all the booze I've drank today. Might be this giant can of Iron Maiden yeah, beer. Yeah, it is. What is that? That's a sixteen ouncer or so. That's a good size. I um, all right. Well, if you can't find it, should we do a recap? No, but I did one of the songs off of this record. I did get a hint of. It was right at the very beginning of the song. It, it did have a little kiss vibe in it. Oh jeez! Oh well, that's I guess for a recap show somewhere down the line. All right, uh, recap. So album cover and artwork. I gave it a five. Yeah, me too. Um, I mean, how can you not? You have to. I mean, whether because this was weird. Because you remember, like back in the day, you'd go through the Hit Parader magazine, and they always had like the concert shirt art. You know, you could order all the concert shirts, and I think every one was like ten bucks. Yeah. And you could either get this one on white T-shirt or black T-shirt. Yeah, it was cool. And honestly, this was one of my ones from that time of wearing black T-shirts um, just <laughs> religiously. I'm, this, I'm still in that phase. <laughs> yeah, I know. Me too, kind of. <laughs> except today, hey, I'm supporting the Lincoln. You right. know, they're local. Hey, what's up, Lincoln? Um, but uh, that one there, I thought got the official thumbs up doing it on a white shirt. Yeah. Um, yeah. it just, I, I don't know. It just, it, I just loved it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's a five for both of us. Strong tracks. I think we both gave it a four, yeah, right? Yeah, I gave it a four. And then, uh, favorite tracks, uh, we gave it a five, both of us, right? Yeah, five. Which I, song? I picked Be All End All. Yeah. And that's, I went back and forth between that, but, but I, like I, I say, Antisocial. I was torn on it. I, Antisocial was my, yeah. my go-to, but. I, I switched it at the end. It's, it's kind of like, if you think about it, <laughs> like on some stuff we've done, and you'll be like, well, ask me on another day. Yeah. It, it's one of those deals. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
trek to avoid. Uh, I gave it a three out of five. I picked Who Cares Wins. What'd you pick? And I gave uh, 13 a three out of five just yeah. because it was just so short. And I didn't want to throw away any songs with music. Yeah. And plus, Who Cares Wins? I mean, it was a, talking about the plight of the homeless. No, it man. was, and like I mean, it, it had it's kind of like me- that video was kind of powerful, you know, talking yeah. about the homeless and stuff. You know, and I, it had a great message to it. Yeah, that's why I really didn't want to throw that one out. Right. No, but I get it. If I was going to go back through, I get it. You're saying I'm a terrible person. No, if I was going to go back through this album and throw out an actual song with lyrics, that would have been the one. Right. But you know. Yeah. No, it, it makes sense. Um, deep cuts. I gave it a four. I picked Schism. I give it a four, and like I said, I had now it's dark. Misery loves company. Out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, just any. Yeah, out of sight, out of mind would have been another one for me. That that that's a great one. Um, production overall sound. I think we both gave it a four. Yeah, I gave it a four. Guitars should have been a little bit louder. Yeah, if they would have boosted the guitars yeah. up, um, especially during the lead portions, yeah. I would have given it a five. Yeah, easily. Agreed. Same. Uh, overall listening experience, though, we both gave it a five. Oh, yeah, I gave it a five. It's just a blast. It's fun to listen to. And then you saw them live, and you gave them a... I gave them a five on that. Yeah. I mean, honestly, the energy, you know, you got Scott running around doing the war dance during Indians. I mean... Such a good song. You know, Joey was back. Danny was back. I mean, it just, like I said, it just made me feel like I was 12 years old again. No, I get it. It's solid album. Um, should we wrap it up for the week? Yeah, we will. Um, I, I do want to say one thing. I'm, this is our 10th episode, so I want to say thanks to everybody for sticking around for 10 episodes. Yeah, no, I know. I, I didn't want to bring it up at yeah. the beginning because to me it's kind of a sad note because God damn, dude, season one has come to a finish. Season one. But. Look forward to season two. I'm just going to tell you folks, we're so excited about this. We've already got season two coming into the wraps. We do. Um, We hope we're going to bring you some good stuff that you guys want to hear. And like I said, if there's anything you guys want to hear, hit us up on the Facebook page, um, yahoo.com, Beards, Brews, Vinyl Reviews. I mean, you can get a hold of us. And big up to Puerto Rico. <laughs> hey, don't forget Florence, Kentucky. That's I'm, right. I'm surprised we're getting big I, in Florence, Kentucky. I, we've got a big presence in Kentucky. I'm uh, happy. And, you know, I'm kind of a little let down. You know, I caught some slack because of on some past shows. We gave some shout outs to, you know, Mansfield mm-hmm. and Ohio in general. Yeah. But Ohio, you guys are letting us down because, I mean, how the hell do we got more hits in Florence, Kentucky when I've been there before, but I do not know any person in Florence, Kentucky. Yeah. So y'all in Mansfield, Columbus, Cleveland, Cuyahoga Falls area, Cousin Dave, I'm talking to you. Y'all should be ashamed of yourself that we're getting Florence, Kentucky up there before y'all. That's true. But, hey, we just hope that everyone loves it. And if nothing else, our main message of this show is go out, listen to the stuff. I mean, I honestly, I would love if he bought the vinyl. But if if all you can get is the CD or the MP3, that's fine. Just start checking into these artists and seeing who made them tick and start backtracking. I mean, open your mind to music. I mean, I think music is a great thing. Yeah, it it is fun, and you know, obviously, like we support and promote vinyl because we think that it's the most fun medium to listen to. But listen to it on any medium that you can. But whatever medium you're listening to it on, 
sit down and listen to the whole record a little bit differently. Like listen to the whole production and changes the way you listen to it. It's really fun. Yeah. Um, and that's another thing I got into with this album because honestly, when I ever first listened to it, even on cassette, I was just a fan. Yeah. But when you sit down and listen to those little production nuances that are in there, I mean, this album's got a lot in it. It does. That's um, fun. So we hope you enjoyed this episode of Beards, Brews, and Vinyl Reviews and the whole damn season, matter of fact. Yep. But, hey, I don't know. I've seen the lineup for season two. I'm pretty excited about it. It's solid. Um, the hardest part's going to be getting you guys some swag beer to go about. But, hey, since we're going to do, this is the season finale show. Yeah. I got to throw it out there. Sure. I think my most favorite beer that we had on this season has to be the hams. I'll second that. It has to be the hams. Yeah. Hams wins season one. Yeah. So make sure you guys run out, get you a six or some 16 ounce hams. And we'll, on the Facebook page, we'll post our uh, definitive rankings of the beers that we did. Hey, we could do that by season. (laughs) That's pretty good. Yeah. But, um, hey... You know, I'm Brandon. I'm Travis. And we are Beards, Brews, and Vinyl Reviews. And hey, y'all have a safe rest of, well, hell, this one won't go out until 2021. Yeah, it'll be wild. But you know, hey, we just hope everyone had a great holiday season. Uh, Spend time with your loved ones. Um, It's been a hell of a year. We're hoping 2021 is a whole lot fucking better. Yeah. Um, You guys stay safe. And just stay safe. And hey, drink shit beer. Drink good beer. Mm. I mean, we mix it up. Just have fun. Just have fun. And listen to great fucking music, hopefully on vinyl. Yep. And, uh, you know, I guess we just got in the season with. Yep. If you don't like anthrax, fuck fuck you. you.